Hello friends, my name is Dane Miller. And I'm now Spain. We're your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Uh, simply put, we answer sex and dating advice questions either users of our fine service provide or uh, we find on social media. <laughs> that was <laughs> smooth like butter. Yeah, that's kind of what we aim for here also. Um, I do, right off the tap, I want to oh, shit. discuss something. Because uh, I, I did get a fair amount of messages. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't actually going to pee in my cat's litter box. Like, I want to make that clear. Well, it, you did say that you were. No, I said so... that there was an impulse. There was a, a fee. Like, I wasn't actually going to do it. Because let me tell you, guys, I was alone. I had the house to myself. If I wanted to do it, I would have done it. Yeah, but would you have told us about it? I wouldn't have. That's the exactly. thing. Exactly, and you didn't. But I, did, but I did tell you about it. No, you didn't tell us that you did it. Oh, no, I would have completely avoided the subject altogether. It would have been my secret shame. I wouldn't have been like, hey, I think it'd be funny to pee in the cat's litter box. And no, I, I, put I, I believe idea you. into everyone's mind. It's okay. I believe you. I don't care if you do or don't. I just had to get it out there. Now let's talk about the real important issues. Facebook avatars. Have you made one? What does he look like? Is it great? Uh, no. No and no. Well, why not? Um, I don't know. I, I feel like I never get them to look anything like what I look like. Um, and also I just don't didn't have the energy. Also, everyone kind of started doing it. And I was like, that's lame. You're just jealous that mine funny. looks exactly like me. Yeah, yours is too perfect. It's weird. <laughs> like everyone, I've like I saw it was like, holy shit! They made this new program that does really good avatars, and I saw everybody else's, and I was like, no, no, just Dane. Yeah, it's very easy to make things look like me though. I yeah, it's like as long as you got big eyebrows and a beard, you're good. Throw a fucking hat on that boy, and you're great. Um, so we do have something pretty serious to talk about. I mean, if it's not me peeing in litter boxes and Facebook avatars, I don't know what else there is to talk about in the world. Um, well, there is the a very important legal thing actually happened during the week. Uh, if we're going to step out of funny town for a minute, um, where someone was charged for like an incel related attack under terrorism uh, laws. So they oh, you're were going, the, yeah, you're going full series. Okay. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like we talked about like really fucked up shit like this before, like the, the van attack that happened in Toronto uh, a, a while ago. Uh, and even that wasn't, uh, they didn't lay down the terrorism charge, even though he admitted that it was incel related, but for the first time they have actually uh, laid down a terrorism charge that isn't related to uh, like radical Islamic. This is the first time it's not radical Islamic uh, behavior that they've actually laid down a terrorism charge on in Canada, um, which is a pretty big step. And it's like, I guess, a recognition of how fucked up views like that are and like how serious the issue is. But hopefully it's somewhat of a deterrent in that, like, you know, if you do this, you're going to get like the whole fucking book thrown at you. Well, yes. I mean, this is this is great news because one, I'm pretty sure they have now added incel to sort of like i don't remember what it's called it's like imve or something like that um which is essentially like the hate group for canada or toronto yeah um 
but it's like you know it's it's a thing that now says that like incel and its operations are uh domestic terrorism more or less mm-hmm. um which is fucking great um yeah. but i think like as as good as it like this this is important for the people that get caught but like even with the guy on the van attack he tried to do you know suicide by cop he pulled out a cell phone mm-hmm. and tried to make it look like a gun yeah so i, I like i think though i mean the whole reason we started this podcast is you know preventative measures hopefully someone who who's on the, that path can hear our advice and hopefully that can reach them to realize that there is an alternative to being that angry yeah um i i think what like as important as this is i think we still need to focus on like getting to people before it's it, oh, it yeah. reaches the phase i think it's just like it's a pretty hard stance taken by canada and that's like a good thing like to, to condemn it and kind of know on, on certain terms is uh is really good so yeah and a hopefully. rare one for canada as well yeah hopefully it's it's the i don't know i just I, it's it's weird to make like conclusions based on it. i just hope that it's it's a recognition of it as a serious problem. And I don't think that's ever a bad thing. Uh, hopefully with, with them realizing how dangerous this is, th- there can now be sort of a, you know, government funded studies on the psychology yeah. behind it and stuff like that. And then hopefully, you know, redistribute some of this attention into mental health that, that would actually benefit people. Before yeah, they get that's here. the thing. And now it won't necessarily be just laughed out of the room because people can be like, yo, it's like actual fucking terrorism. So yeah. You know, yeah, it gives it kind of that weight that hopefully it can be dealt with. Yeah, there's now some gravitas behind it that that you can actually, you know, it's not just like, oh, it's feminism being triggered. Yeah, like, no, no, incel is a thing, and and it is it is a dangerous ideology. Mm-hmm. Um, right? Should we step away from being serious for a second? Yeah, we get a PSA from Seduction. It's not a question. I'm just gonna gonna start us off with this. Guys, remember, after quarantine, girls are going to be extra horny. <laughs> after quarantine, it'll be easy to get later, find a girlfriend, etc. Girls have gone months of loneliness without going outside and getting attention, sex, or party. So after quarantine, girls are going to go wild and their standards are going to be lower. They're going to be open to sleeping around. So it's important to remember that. Take this time to improve yourself, positive, and not let this opportunity pass you by. Sorry, did he have to specify that improving yourself should be in a positive situation? No, I'm specifying that that's just a glimmer of positivity in this otherwise okay. <laughs> kind of murky post. I thought he was like, hey, guys, improve yourself positively. All the guys out there who were like improving themselves negatively, like, damn it. Oh, I've been practicing interrupting way. people. <laughs> uh, for real, though, we start off with a, with a nice little question here. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I start. This one's a little, little longer, but it's it's one that interests me. Yeah. All the time in the world within right. an hour. This is by user Friggy21. My 20 year old female boyfriend, 20 year old male, didn't tell me he slept with one of his close friends after getting angry at me for not trusting him. I've been seeing my boyfriend for about five months. I have a lot of issues with retroactive jealousy and trust issues, namely trickle truthing and withholding information so I wouldn't be hurt until I inevitably found out from my 1.5 year relationship with my ex. At the start of this relationship, I told him I had these issues, had an incident where my previous partner where I was confronted by a friend who had previously slept with my ex, and then she laughed at me and told me every last detail when they slept together in a room of seven girls. It was a traumatizing experience that resulted in a lot of personal issues later on. I told my boyfriend I don't need to know his past unless, all caps, I had to meet them slash speak with them because I never wanted to be caught out like that again. 
I talked about this with him many times. We're in the same friend group, so I already know about most of the people he slept with as he introduced them and included them in the group. Another issue is one of them he decided to include after we started dating. He doesn't, which I assume means he didn't initially tell her, but then told her after. I doubt it meant that he slept with her. He doesn't know most of the people I slept with, though, as I went to a residential college similar to a sorority and only slept with people there. He refuses to know any details, timelines, or names, which I respect, but it means he doesn't have to deal with having the knowledge like I do. Last night, I made a massive mistake, chose to snoop through his Facebook messages to see his messages with two girls I was suspicious of. Nothing else. This is how I found out my ex was lying to me about things a year into our relationship, and when I suddenly had unlimited access to it, I snooped. I was completely wrong. It was completely wrong with me, and I immediately called him a it, and he is slash was extremely angry at me since I disappointed him, and he doesn't know what to do. He's been distant and upset since then, and we spent the day together yesterday because he told me he still wanted to be near. The main argument is because he's obsessed. I don't. He's upset. I don't completely trust him. I do love and trust him, but I have my reservations. But he says he needs me to trust him completely, and is disappointed that he doesn't. Later that day, he told me he hooked up with slash slept with one of his best friend's nieces, who is who he is close friends with and hangs out regularly. I've met her before, and she was dismissive of me, wouldn't talk, kept whispering about me, etc. And I was really upset about it because I want his friends to like and approve of me. I thought it was my fault. I have a lot of social anxiety. Couldn't figure out what I'd done to make her act that way. He was planning on moving in with her and his best friend in September, and of course I approved at the time, because as far as I was aware, the relationship was completely platonic. He claimed he was sure he's told me before, but I'm 100% certain he didn't. I have such bad anxiety, insecurity, and retroactive jealousy that if he had mentioned it happening even briefly, I wouldn't have been able to forget about it. I feel blindsided. I feel like I couldn't be upset because I'd done something wrong and still trying to make it up to him. It just completely solidified that nagging feeling I had about not trusting him. I don't know how to feel or react. I've always been very clear that this is my number one fear of relationships after experiencing it multiple times with my ex and being humiliated by it multiple times. I don't know what to do from here, especially after he spent so long being upset at me for not trusting him. Oh, boy. Okay. Sorry. That was long, but... So I'm going to Cole's notes it just so I make sure I understand it and everyone mm-hmm. knows what we're talking about. Um, she... Her ex... Mm-hmm didn't tell her who he slept with mm-hmm. one night a girl was like hey i fucked your ex presumably yeah. not while they were together just like in the past mm-hmm. that embarrassed her mm-hmm. and now she wants her current partner to disclose everyone he's ever slept with if she's going to come in contact with them mm-hmm. and then she snooped through his facebook thinking that there were two girls that he had slept with and didn't tell her and then didn't find anything yeah and now She's upset because he's moving in with his best friend and niece and he slept with the niece and didn't tell her about that. Yeah, he's moving in with his best friend and his best friend's niece and had previously slept with the niece again before they were dating and claims to have told her, but she claims he would have known and that he's only telling her now. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot there. Um, So this is, it's interesting because I... I kind of understand where she's coming from. I don't like to be the only person in the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, so in social situations, especially when like when Amanda and I were still open, if we were going to a place that was uh, predominantly like her scene, like if we're going to uh, a band that she likes and with people that she's, you know, close to or whatever, mm-hmm. I would, I would like the heads up of yeah, being or like, even like a work party or something. If there's like, yeah, yeah I get you right. Like their social sphere that you're kind of entering into. Yeah, I would like the 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 nudge of being like, oh, hey, just so you know, like uh, me and this person have hooked up um, because it's like I don't want to be the guy everyone like who doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'll, but like at the end of the day, I don't, I don't, I mean, like now I don't give a shit. Well, that's the thing. I feel like when you're in an active, like polyamory, like kind of situation, it's totally different because stuff could be ongoing. And there's also like, like there's, there's just various things. Like you don't really know where everyone's at in terms of like acceptance or like what they expect the night to go. Cause if they see them, they might be like, Oh, Hey, are we going home together? Which could be awkward if you were also there, but is less awkward if you kind of know the situation. Like there's a lot more pitfalls and traps. Whereas like when you're dating someone, it's like, does it really matter? Well, even in, even in like a monogamy, like again, at this point in my life, I have squashed a lot of jealousy. Like a, a lot of my jealous impulses are just not there anymore. I, I don't really worry about it because it's something yeah. I've worked on forever. Um, but even, even in like a, a monogamous situation, like if, if I'm going into a situation where someone has had a, even if it's, you know, a moderately intense uh, romantic or sexual interaction with someone, I would still kind of like just the heads up of being like, you know, just in case if that person is weird, I know mm-hmm. why. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or if, if they're being real fucking creepy, I can keep an eye out. You know what I mean? It's like, it's an extra set of eyes. Um, that, that like, I don't think that is necessarily like too fucking wild or invasive to ask. Um, especially if like these, you know, traumas that she went through are, are recent and still at the forefront and she's still processing them. That's mm-hmm. fine. I don't think it's an unfair ask, but no, not necessarily, but, um, but I think the, the idea that he needs to have like a catalog of people and like tick off a list and be like, remember every single person he's ever slept with. And that he's also told you it like, it, that could get exhausting and very, very easy to be like, wait, so I didn't tell you about her. I could have mm-hmm. swore I did. You know what I mean? Like that. I also understand is a very, uh, very likely scenario of just forgetting who you fucking, you know, given the rundown on. Yeah. Like it's like, I, I, I agree with you. It's not necessarily a wild ask, you know what I mean? To be like, Hey, just like, give me a heads up if we're going to hang out with someone, you know, but I think it is also kind of overbearing to be like everybody, you have to tell me everybody, like give me yeah. the list and then also be pissy at them. If you like, I don't really feel like it's your partner's responsibility to take like full responsibility for your trauma and your issues. You know what I mean? Cause like, yeah, it, it sucks that you have retroactive jealousy issues, but that's something you should be getting over, not giving a crutch to, which is just like, you have to tell me, and I guess I can deal with it if I'm pre-prepared, but like, it's not on them necessarily to deal with your issues. Yeah, I mean, like, it's it's 100% something you can work on together. But like, the my real issue here is, and maybe I misunderstood it, maybe she didn't make it you know clear, but, but it just sounds like someone came up to her and was like, hey, I fucked your boyfriend way back when and then talked about it yeah you know even if she was being gross about it it's like it's like so okay like yeah i know you you fucked my boyfriend at some point like if someone came up to me and was like hey i you know i fucked your girlfriend i'd be like nice it's like has it been the past five years no all right then whatever cool good for you i guess like like um that's the thing like it i don't understand why it would matter and especially matter that much and then matter so much she's now bringing into this relationship. And like, I don't know, like she, there's no kind of like, like at no point in this, does do they kind of like take responsibility for this? It's like, I told him it's, I have an issue. So therefore I'm completely absolved because I told him he made a promise. So it's all his fault. And it's like, 
yeah, but you also shouldn't have these issues in a relationship. Like, obviously, it's it's hard to work on jealousy. And it's like a, a thing you, you know, you get better as you grow older, hopefully. But like, at the same time, it's like, fuck, it happened before your relationship. You know, yeah. get over it. And like, I could, I could understand him, even if this was an intentional thing, and he didn't mm-hmm. tell you about the niece because because he was going to move was in. Moving. And- yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, OK, cool. So my whole I have to rearrange my whole life and like what I want to do yeah. because you have, you know, your insecurities aren't going to let me move in with my best friend. Yeah, that's that's a that's I think that is when like the ask becomes an overreaching mm-hmm. being like you're you're outside of your your boundaries as a partner. Yeah. Um, it'd be and- one thing if like these two had like this huge love affair and they've been like, you know, they were high school sweethearts or what, you know what I mean? Like they've been romantically involved since they were like six and there's a lot of baggage there. And even then, could- it's like if they're not doing anything else, like whatever, but if like, you know, yeah. if they're still acting real sketchy, sure. But guess what? When you went through all those fucking messages, you probably picked up on something. Exactly. Which also is fucked. <laughs> That I mean, that's the thing. It's like you are expecting this guy to be flawless in his dedication to your neuroses, mm-hmm. but then you, he, she, at no point in time does she ever sort of be like, you know, take a step back and be like, oh, I've overstepped in in mm-hmm. a bunch of ways, predominantly in the in going through his messages because yeah. like she wasn't even vindicated. It's one thing if you go through messages being like, I know they're cheating on me and mm-hmm. I need proof, and you find it, yeah. But like to just be like, I'm suspicious of these people. And then go through and be like, well, there was nothing there, so I'm fine. It's like, mm-hmm. you're not fine. Yeah. Like, if, if like, that was me, I I would have a hard time moving on from that. Like, that's why I is- broke up with my ex. Like, she she went through my messages once. Uh, same thing. Was like, like, came to me happy and was like, oh, my God. Like, I went through all your messages. I was, like, super suspicious and jealous. And I'm so glad. Like, I she went through, like, six months of messages, like, from my family, from, like, everybody. I came to me as if it was a good thing. It was like, it's great. I can trust you again. There's like one, like, why the fuck didn't you like nothing had ever happened. Like she'd be like, where are you? I'm like, I'm at work. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, you know, swing by work all suspicious. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, and anyway, we, this happened. I was like, okay, cool. But if this ever happens again, we're done. Right. You, you had your intensely invasive snoop. Um, but like, you know, we can't live like that. And then within two, three months, she was back to being all suspicious. Did it again. Again was like, oh, it's good though. I know nothing's happening. And I was like, oh, bye. Yeah. Um, but like also, and I love this, uh, he doesn't know the people she slept with because they're in different friend groups. He, and he doesn't really want to know, but it means he doesn't have to deal with having that knowledge. Like I do. You've asked to have that fucking knowledge. Yeah. Like you, <laughs> if you want ignorance, then it's very easy to maintain yeah. like ignorance of your partner's sexual history. But if you're asking for like, uh, you know, a dated, detailed catalog of yeah. everyone he's ever slept with, it's it's such a wild, like, uh, you know, split of of what you want and what you're afraid of and what you're my. I mean, the advice here, I think, is she needs to go get professional uh mental health like i I, she needs to see a a therapist because there are so many underlying issues here that are only going to get worse because eventually this boyfriend's going to get annoyed and do something and it's not necessarily he's going to cheat but he like there's a very good chance that he's going to break up with her yeah and then when that happens she's not gonna he moves in with the with this niece yeah and the person doesn't treat him like shit (laughs) 
Um, well, it's not even that. It's like how how much like how much more neurotic is she gonna get? How, like you think that's you think she's not gonna go through your texts when you're yeah, living with this person? You know what I mean? It's there's gonna be a lot of overstepping of boundaries if this is the the situation. Like, Already, she had, she had no reason to be suspicious, and she still went through all this shit. Yeah. Now she's like she's gonna like and and again. Even if we remove the whole relationship and him out of the equation, the amount of anxiety she's going to put herself through during yeah. this whole ordeal, like she's going to be at home stressed the entire time, because if if she's not with him, she's going to be assuming that he's fucking the niece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or she's not even going to let him move in, at which point he's just going to be pissed off and bitter anyway. Yeah. And if that doesn't end it, it's definitely going to poison it. Yeah. So like, it's like it's some and and the, it's not it's not going to get better. You know what I mean? No. You're not going to she's not going to learn her lesson because no. because this isn't something like she made all of this. Yeah. You know what but I mean? The, like this isn't a real again, unless I'm misunderstanding what happened. This isn't like a, an ex gaslighted her. It's her ex had sex with someone and that person told her about it. Mm-hmm. That's that's not to set up a trail on any part it's like if you want to be mad be mad at the person who apparently yeah. doesn't have the social grace to not tell yeah sexual you know what i mean it's like be mad at her but like if that's the only weird thing here <laughs> yeah you can't project someone else's you know stupid bullshit you know poor social graces onto a relationship like mm-hmm. it seems like the, the ex-boyfriend didn't even do anything right from what i can see here yeah um, so you've you've like she's completely constructed this sort of like you know world where she's been so hard done by by these yeah. exes and her current boyfriend but like no one's done anything to her and on top of that it's like at no like she doesn't seem to think she has a problem or an issue at all like i have issues with retroactive jealousy like and then moves on to be like why people aren't dealing with it not yeah why am i not dealing with it you know what i mean or what can i do to help this and I, I know 100% once this person gets broken up with, she's going to blame it on some girl or somebody else. It's never going to be her. It's never going to be that issue. It's going to make that issue deeper as, you know, instead. So yeah. it, for me, it's like, that's the funny thing is like, it is a reasonable thing to ask, but I think this is a totally unreasonable situation. Yeah. And yeah. And listen, like I wanted to, yeah. It's like what she's doing isn't wild. It's, why she's doing it and the extent in which she's doing it. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I think being open and honest with your partner and being like in social situations, being like, Hey, just so you know, with this person, there might be tension or, you know, just like I said, the, the heads up is great. I appreciate the heads up, but to then expect that person to give you, you know, the detailed breakdown on everyone ever. Mm-hmm. That's exhausting. Like and I solely in charge of your wild jealousy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Without yes. you ever taking, like you saying you have an issue and breezing by it like it isn't an issue, isn't you working on it or owning it? No, you know I can't just no, be like this... I have, you know, I have violence issues, but it's okay. However, all these people are pissing me off, and making me hit them. It's like no, <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. Um, yeah, this is this is a this is a professional help situation. Please yeah, or... take care of yourself because this is this guy's going to move on. You're mm-hmm. going to be the crazy ex girlfriend. And you're the one who's going to like spiral. Yeah. It's only going to deepen shit. So um, guess which way every yeah. single comment goes. I'm assuming he's the terrible monster. Yup. <laughs> um, this comes from a Reddit user, Asian gal with big boobs. How do you clear your mind during sex? 
I overthink a lot during sec, so much that my boyfriend notices. I just think about what different positions to do next to please him. Am I doing an amazing job? Do I smell down there? I also feel guilty about having past sexual partners before him. I feel insecure during sex sometimes. How do you just get out of your head and just be in the moment? Uh, Well, at least you're doing the right thing, which is focusing massively on not thinking. Um, So that's the thing. You have to think really hard about not thinking. Uh, Be consumed by it. Like, make sure when you're going in, you're like, can't think, can't think. Repeat that. And then think about whether you're overthinking. Because if you are overthinking, even when you're thinking that you shouldn't be thinking, then you're overthinking. You know? Well, yeah. See, you you have to think harder. She just doesn't want to overthink sex. So if you overthink, you're overthinking. Boom. You're not thinking about sex anymore. Now you're thinking about your thinking. And Mm -hmm. that'd be great. Or underthink sex. Forget what it is. (laughs) We'll go in and be like, huh? (laughs) Does this go here? Yeah. And it's like, you know, when you like, you know, when people are like, oh, just if you're sad, like fake a smile and eventually, you know, you'll actually smile. If you start faking that you don't know what sex is, eventually you'll forget what sex is. (laughs) There is nothing more attractive than having sex with someone who is acting like they, what are you doing with that? Where's this go? Yeah. And like, don't act like you're not into it because then it seems like a little rapey and weird. Um, Obviously, that's not what we want. Act like you can still the, be the into it. Like wonder we're suggesting is okay. <laughs> yeah, everything else is totally fine. Uh, okay, I can't keep this ruse going anymore. Guess what, guys, ladies and gentlemen, that was a joke. That wasn't real advice. We got you. Gotcha. I'm gonna suggest a gambit here. How okay. about you go into sex thinking purely about yourself? Go with the aim of you get in there and you come. And then you won't be worrying about, like, make it a little game for yourself or, like, you know, tie them down, blindfold them. Like, you know, if you're worried about how you, like, look or smell or whatever, like, pin them down, blindfold them, have a shower before, do all the things you can do to make yourself as comfortable, like, eliminate the possibilities, right? If you're worried about smell, have a shower, boom. If you are worried, like, about how you look, like, and I get it, sometimes, you know, you're just going ham and someone glances up and you're like, damn, I'm probably double chinning it right now. So yeah. put a blindfold on them, you know what I mean? And then fuck their pleasure. And I mean that in like, I'm sure you know enough about your partner that you can pleasure them afterwards or whatever, but like make it your goal to get yourself off. And I think that can be a, like a nice rewarding, you know, affirming situation where like, it seems like you're overly worried about their side of things, which is, which is good to a degree. You know what I mean? You don't want to overdo it, which it seems like it might be happening. But if you make it your goal just to focus on Claire time, I assume your name is Claire. Um, As every other woman who we dress on this podcast yeah, is. Okay, you're right. We need a new name. Uh, Minding. So Minding. Mindy? Mindy. Minding isn't a name. <laughs> I mean, that's more of a human name. I just saw Miller written on my screen. I tried to turn that into uh, Maller. <laughs> there we go. I, you go. You take it from here. That's not a bad idea. It's just sort of like, yeah, um, I would. I was just going to suggest the the normal things that people do to help, you know, calm their mind. And let's focus on your breathing. Um, if you just sort of like if you time your your breaths with sort of like the rhythm of sex, um, you will this find is that you rhythm of the sex. Sorry, the sex. Um, and that oh, leads yeah. into the put on some music. 
if you guys yeah. don't mind listening to, to music during sex, like that is a great way to take your mind off. You know what I mean? Like if you really need to, the problem with that is like now you're detaching, which if he's noticing you overthinking, he's probably going to notice you spacing out. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other alternative I would suggest is talk to your partner, be like, Hey, I, I sometimes get a little insecure during sex and I, and I, you know, tend to hyper-focus on things. Do you mind running the show? And mm-hmm. then you don't have to worry about picking positions. He's, if he wants to put you in doggy style, he'll put you in doggy style. If he mm-hmm. wants you on top, he'll get you on top. You know what I mean? So that takes all that pressure of being like, Oh, am I doing this? Am I doing that? What should I do next? What should I, you don't have to worry. Yeah. If you're worried about how you look, turn off the lights, blindfold. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do all the things. There are, there are steps. And then as you sort of become more comfortable and realize that sex isn't sex should be fun and sex should be carefree and sex mm-hmm. should be, you know, it should be uh, like terrifying and tense. Yeah. It should be an organic thing that just kind of like happens. An and orgasmic like, thing. And and it's okay if weird noises happen or if heads butt and, you know, like Whoa. all these things are fine. Yeah. They, sex they is not They're, polished and smooth like it might appear on porn or whatever. And movies like, and stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's messy, messy and it, but it's so much more fun. Yeah. like So don't worry about having this sort of like movie, you know, cinematic sex where like everything is great and you've, you know, every 10 minutes you're changing position to do something new and wild. It doesn't matter. Sometimes it's nice to just bone down and missionary for the whole time. Yeah. Because and I promise you, if if he's having sex... Or, you know, most people who are having sex are like and, and enjoying it. They're, they're that's all they need. Yeah, <laughs> like, especially like begins and ends there, especially if you've had sex with this person more than once, which they are dating. Right. Uh, yeah, I think they say boyfriend. Yeah. So it's like they they probably don't. They're probably not thinking about much, you know, in a good way. Um, but I think you raise a really good point with the uh, with the lights and with the music. So, like, you can do things by, like, there's a lot of stuff you can do to eradicate kind of, like, the outside world. Like, music, uh, even just, like, swapping control. Like, you can be in charge one time. They can be in charge another time. Um, it's it's one of those things you just, like, pretty much everything you just said, Dan. You got to just focus on having good experiences as much as you can. And whichever way you do that, it'll ease you into it, right? Like if you ha- start to have a good few times, like with the light off, then the next time you have it without the light off, it'd probably be a little bit easier because you've relaxed somewhat. Yeah. And if your partner's good, you guys should be able to talk about it. And you can just, you know, obviously, I guess like, I think it's always good to word things carefully when you're talking about sex because people's egos get in the way. So like, you know, just make sure you know what you want to tell them so you don't get lost in the middle and accidentally offend someone. But like, yeah. If you just want to be like, yo, straight up, like I tend to overanalyze, like, you know, how to please you or like what we're going to do next. And like, sometimes don't get in the moment and you can see what they think, you know? Yeah. Especially if like, if you think if you're like, oh, I think he knows, then then like there's no hurdle you have to jump to bring it up. Like if you think he's aware of it, Mm -hmm. it's it's there's no point in ignoring it. Yeah, it it only gets worse than if you don't bring it up. (laughs) Yeah, because then he's like, then he's going to start detaching and be like, oh, why isn't she enjoying it? Why isn't she like, you know what I mean? And that's the thing. There's nothing worse than when someone doesn't seem into it, you know, because that sucks and it's not sexy. um, You're just like fucking by numbers, you know? Yeah. Takes all the true art out of it, like real painting. 
Stupid ass point by numbers. This is by ThrowRA287865. My 25 year old female grandparents walked in on me getting spanked by my boyfriend, 28 year old male. I was raised by my grandparents, gave him a key to my place for emergencies. Well, my grandma gets worried if you don't reply to her text in an hour. This specific day was the first one I'd seen my boyfriend in weeks because he'd been abroad and we wanted a bit of alone time. Uh, we put our phones on silent so he wouldn't be disturbed. Apparently, my grandma wanted me to pick something up for her. Got worried when I didn't pick up the phone or respond for a few hours. She decided to come over to my apartment with her with my granddad since she was worried and used the emergency key. When they walked in, I was splayed over my boyfriend's lap and we were both butt naked. Since we were the only people living in the apartment, we'd do whatever we want, whenever we want, wherever we want, this time on the couch. This meant that my boyfriend's hand hovering over my bare ass was the first thing my grandparents saw when they walked in. I've never seen two people back out of an apartment so quickly in my life. My grandma still giggles nervously when she talks to me, and my granddad won't make eye contact with me when we FaceTime. How do I make this less awkward? Talk about my <laughs> sexual preferences is not one I want to have with the people that raised me. Yeah, I mean, that's that's fair. I understand not wanting to have that that conversation. I mean, I think they learned a valuable lesson of personal boundaries. Yeah. You need to turn to them right now and just be like, hey, do you know what happened the other day? And they'd be like, uh, and then as they're about to launch into the awkward conversation you don't want to have, you say, you fucking got, got grandma. And she's going to be like, what? And you'd be like, yeah, that was an actor from the local college that I brought over to prove to you the dangers of just barging into my fucking apartment. And she's going to be like, oh my God. And you'd be like, yeah, I got you. She's going to be like, wow, he was an incredible actor. And you can be like, yeah, he was. And now you've learned a lesson. Can an old dog learn new tricks? And you stare at her until she gives back that key or says she will not do it again. Wait, so she thinks that he is a good actor? Wouldn't the daughter or the granddaughter also be the actor? Yeah, well, I don't know. Does it take much acting to just lie over someone's lap, Dan? Well, I think the issue is that they saw her naked, not the boyfriend. No, it's the act, I assume, is the issue. Well, either way, they're still seeing Either way, you say it's an actor, nothing really <laughs> happened. The stage scene... And then they learned their lesson. Um, look, I think you're kidding yourself if you think your grandpa has never spanked your grandma. Like, <laughs> He's still like, doing it. I Right. Like, I think we all imagine because it helps our psyche not, you know, we, we pretend like our parents are these asexual and our grandparents are these asexual creatures. But it's like they made people. So they've yeah, at least you, fucked you once. You 100% know they've fucked. I have a hard time believing that anyone who has ever had sex has never slapped an ass. It's like, maybe if they're super hyper-religious and, you know what I mean, like, very, very conservative. I don't know. You put an ass in front of someone, it's kind of like... Right? That is that like, is the devil's mounds. I think it's more devilish. And I don't mean that in, like, the, ooh, devilish. But, like, actually, like, it wrong, like, infernal to not smack, smack an ass if it's, like, right there. I think so too. And, and I think sorry, and you have consent, of course, obviously. Yes. Reduction yes. Reddit, go home. I was not giving you permission. <laughs> yeah. If Jesus is watching you just fucking bone into grandma and <laughs> and she's got her ass and you're like, no, the Lord wouldn't want me to do this, you're gonna die. He's gonna feel he's really gonna bad like, about what he's done. He's like, shit, man, can we not go back? He's like, no, man, it's not the second coming yet. But look what they're doing. They think I want them to not smack that ass. He's like, yeah. I'm sorry, Jesus. He's like God, I hate you. And he's going to slam his door. He's going to go into his room. He's going to fucking cry. So way to go, Grandpa. Yeah. You made Jesus cry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think this is 
you don't have to talk about your sexual preference. You don't have to be like, hey, I really enjoy like Spank. So that's yeah. why you, it's like, you don't need to fucking do that. All you have to do <laughs> is be like, hey, sorry. Um, I hadn't seen my boyfriend in a while and you came into my apartment unannounced. Just be like, don't worry. Like I'm in isolation. We're, we're locked down. I'm not going anywhere. I'm okay. Maybe knock next time before you barge into my apartment if you're really worried. Yeah. I okay, What I love is like this person's like, damn, this is awkward. But then they think they're going to have to have an even deeper conversation about their kinks with their grandparents. There's yeah. nothing really to make things less awkward. Like, oh, guys, I'm sorry you only got to see. I'm sorry you had to see that. It's a good thing you didn't walk in when we were like indulging in my leather play fetish. Or later on when I was going to get anally gaped. It's like, what? No, you don't need yeah. to do that. You just need to be like, hey, guys. Uh, so sorry about the other day. Obviously, that was awkward. Um, but I think in future, maybe we should initiate a, you know, knock on the door, ring the doorbell kind of protocol and, and leave it at that. Yeah. You know, like if they want cl- like clarity from there, you know what I mean? Like maybe they'll be like, OK, was everything all right? And you can be like, yeah, it's cool. You know, I'm sure they understand what was happening. Also, your granny's giggling. That's a pretty good sign. Yeah, I mean, if you th- again, if you think they're not fucking joking about it, I promise you they went home and had gra- your grandpa slapped her ass leaving <laughs> the house. I promise you. If he is like any sort of like humor or mischief in his bones, he was slapping her ass all day that day. And after a certain As a age, joke, you know what I mean? Is all that keeps you going. So he yeah, that's dumb. So yeah, I mean, also, nobody makes eye contact over FaceTime, you fool. He's looking at yeah. the camera. Or not. He's trying to find the camera. He doesn't know where it is. <laughs> when he was young, yeah. like, rope and a ball was, like, wild technology. That's the thing. is like, you you can't even make eye contact. Either you're looking at the screen, in which case you're looking down, or you're looking at the camera, mm-hmm. which is weird. Exactly. Because you want to look at the person you're talking to. Yeah. Anyway, this is... I don't think you have to worry too much about this. There, This is going to be a funny joke that you're going to make... They're going to make you very uncomfortable. They're going to make your boyfriend blush on all the holidays. Oh, like, man. This is going to be so funny. Now, this is now a, a thing. I promise you, again, if your grandpa or your grandma have any sort of you know humorous streak, they're definitely going to tease your boyfriend about this and you forever. Yeah, and that's great. And that's the way it should be. That is the way you overcome embarrassing things is you both be like, damn, that was weird, and then joke about it forever. Yeah. And as a result, you're going to probably get closer to your grandparents. And so will he. Yeah. But now in a sitcom-esque situation, the balance has been shifted. So now nothing will be the same between you guys until you walk in on your granny getting spanked. Oh, you watched that community episode, haven't you? (laughs) To be fair, it's a pretty common trope. But yes. Yeah. So now you got to just burst in until... That's the thing. You now have to wait outside your grandparents' house and until you wait hear that, until they... that leathery slap on her, her old tanned <laughs> hide. Because you yeah, know she's then... got more volume than you do right now because she's got, like, skin for days. I mean, I don't know. Maybe she's a petite granny. Maybe she's one of them thick grannies. In my mind, she's a hot granny. That's true. She's a to gilf. Be... <laughs> to be fair, she did backpedal out of the apartment pretty quickly and didn't lose a hip, so she's got yeah. some spryness to her. <laughs> this comes from i mean i don't know why he deleted his his account but he did uh so this is a, a deleted reddit user i drink a lot of water during sex hey i was wondering if anybody drinks a lot of water during sex 
especially in the summer, it gets super hot in NYC. So I always have a hydro flask at hand. My girlfriend says it's weird that I drink, especially when we do doggy. Was wondering <laughs> if anyone else is like me. <laughs> oh, man, I can see that. I can see what's happening. Like him just like lean back, just guzzling water while she's like, Jeremy, Jer- Jer- Jeremy, like it's splashing on her back. She's like, did you cut? Oh, no, you just spilled water on my butt again. Okay. Yeah, I imagine it's also like not not like sips. I imagine he's like just horse. You know when like athletes are like, yeah, yeah, just like, you know, it's dribbling down you. It's like when mm-hmm. a kid gets a, a thick of juice and they yeah. just sort of like two hand fucking just dunk more on themselves and they get in their mouth. Uh, I think the first thing. What did he call the flask again? Hydro flask. Is that brand? Because I think this guy's in an ad and doesn't know it. I don't think so. I, I think those are just like the, you know, like the metal canteens. No, it's totally a brand. Uh, really? Um, yeah. So, and it, I think they, it is those metal canteens, but apparently the brand is also, you know what I mean? It's like how you call Kleenexes Kleenexes, even though they're not their tissues. Gotcha. Uh, so yeah, he's 100% in an ad and doesn't know. Uh, <laughs> Did you ever go see like a hypnotherapist or something? Or like, did you sleep one day somewhere and can't remember it? Because you probably got hypnotized by the Hydro Flasks team of elite urban uh, advertising inquisitors who just go around and they they hypnotize people so that they they have one specific activity that they cannot do without a Hydro Flask in hand. But you think they would do something a little more public because it's pretty shitty advertising if... Well, not even the person you're fucking can see it because it's a doggy style. Yeah, I think Noiser. He was probably part of the early wave where they were they were playing around. You know what I mean? Because like sex sells, right? That's the first time you see a dog. Yeah. Oh, doggy style. Oh, and he didn't get it quite right. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Or his girlfriend's really ugly. (laughs) Oh God. I'm sorry. Um, I think he's in an ad. Also, dude, just. Just hydrate on a regular level first. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I mean, like... Pre-hydrate. The second I'm done sex, yeah, I drink, like, three pints of water. That's normal, I think. I think everyone, like, after they have sex is parched. It's a lot of heavy breathing. It's a lot of liquids loot yeah. being lost. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's absolutely normal to be like, you know what I mean? I, I always go and grab a glass of water, like, immediately after yeah. sex. If you don't I'm refill so the tank, thirsty. what else are they going to make come out of? Right? Yes. Right? Your, your body is a cub machine. Yeah. And the, the raw materials is water. That's science. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Coke. They turned Coca-Cola into cum. Dane is, eat, Dane is drinking Coke right now, which I believe means his cum supplies are low. I'm a friend. I know about his cum supplies. If you, listen, you can you can hear my body recharging his cum, cum supplies. <laughs> Churning. <laughs> uh, how thick is your cum? Okay. Um, <laughs> so Dane's buttery cum aside, um, I, I like, man, like I've been there. I've been, you know, when you come home and you're fucking like, you're really drunk and you're with someone and you don't have air conditioning and it's summer and you're just in a big sweaty bed fuck and it's, your mouth is dry because you're fucking hard and you drank a lot of beer that day. And, you know, I've been there, but guess what? I don't want to drink water in the middle of it because I got a tummy full of water and I don't like that. Yeah. Because no matter what position my- you're in. You've got sloshing. that sloshing. Exactly. Like imagine Thank if you. she's on top of you. It sounds yeah. like you're fucking on a waterbed and it's just yeah. your belly. Instead, you are fucking a waterbed because you've become one. <laughs> yeah, I think like 
so, once or twice i think if you're really desperate i think it's kind of funny to like reach over and and, and grab a drink while you're having mm-hmm. sex i think i, I feel whatever. like like if that's your move if that's just what you're doing the entire time you're probably not fucking very well because like you can't do it very vigorously while you're drinking you're gonna chip yeah. a tooth or again not get any water in your mouth those hydro flasks are made of stainless steel um, with the smooth ergonomic like body that is uh oh god they got you too oh, didn't shit they? yeah every time you're podcasting um oh man i want a hydro flask so bad right now fuck they're doing it again see this you know what you said it was bad but look he how many people has he reached to this post Dan? oh shit yeah he's got yeah. us um the, the like look so the i think situation here is get one of those fucking camel packs oh yes right? hands-free just put the tube in your mouth, backpack on, and you have like 19 liters of water to get you through sex. And if now, you're drinking that much, then you're probably either ill or a superhero. Yeah. Now, the thing is, if he's not distracted by his hydro flask, sorry, hydro flask, he is going to get better at sex because he won't have to do the slowdown. He will have more free hands, and he also won't have to you know it won't take him away from the, the the actions at hand right so he will get better at sex which is dangerous because if you're getting better at sex and she just like oh she's loving it and she gets up and she pushes you back so she can ride you boom the fucking camel pack explodes everyone's wet not in a good way uh your bed is sure those things are it's supposed to be for bike riding i'm sure people fall off those bikes i'm sure those things are meant for like damage uh i don't know man I don't um, think being pressed on and like just put some pillows, you know, make yourself a little camel pack protection zone in in a pillow floor kind of thing behind you. But like also, you're, you're underestimating the, the raw sex energy of good sex. Where like you know that movie moment where she gets up, she push you down. Now it's okay, the titty. Okay, pack. boom. Now okay, we're gonna go another way. Get one of those like the two beer hats. You know what I mean? Uh, the hat. Okay. The hat okay. With the two the two things on the side. It's a little bit. Mouth. A little bit more zany than usual sex, and everyone likes that. I think we've I done think, it. Yeah, I think your girlfriend would prefer that you drink out of the hydro flask at that point. You know what I mean? If she's like, "Well, if this is the alternative, this is you look like a fucking idiot." Mm-hmm. Put the backpack back on, or <laughs> get okay, the so hydro flask back. In reality, get fucking air conditioning. Drink water throughout the day, and. If you need a drink, do it between like positions. You know what I mean? Yeah, switch You're it up like, and be like before you get into doggy style. Yeah, be like, while hey, she's bend while over. she's getting while she's getting in there, you just you step off the bed, you drink a little. It spills down your chest. The sun comes in through the window. You look really good, and you give her a wink and a little like half grin as you're walking up behind her, and she's anticipating it. Because then it's like there's that tiny break. There's the anticipation, but you're not like ignoring her and spilling water in her butthole. This is a very easy fix. Maybe get some hydration tabs and just pop one before. Like, I'm worried, man. Well, I'm worried if we've given him all these solutions for constant hydration. He's just going to. And as we've as we've discussed, bodies are cum machines. Oh, no. He's going to be doing dump truck loads. Yeah. This poor girl is going to get fucking, you know, Spider-Man to the bed. True. It's going to be a blown straight through her apartment wall. <laughs> yeah. Like that one sex I'm, writing oh, where she having... got hit with a man's load and stumbled back five feet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. You're wearing condoms? Doesn't matter. It's going right through that. It's oh, just yeah. like, overflowing. You know what? 
hydroflasks are so powerfully made that even the force of your massive cum won't break through them. So you can use that as a condom instead. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. This is by user okay one two one two one eight two gy Boyfriend has completely copied my online business. My boyfriend has copied my business. I have an online business where I make homemade jewelry and accessories on a website similar to Etsy. I've been doing this for over a year now, and it was quite an accomplishment of mine. I'm unable to work a normal job due to severe chronic pain, so my hobby could generate a normal income. I was thrilled. My boyfriend hasn't been working since he owns a few investment properties which generate money. I have no income from these, which is fine, and our accounts are separate, and we split all bills. Recently, however, he started ordering jewelry stock and selling on the same website as me. The same items I sell. I'm a little bit taken back by this as he had completely stolen my business idea, just changed the aesthetics a little bit. It also takes away my customers as he's selling the exact same items. I tried to forget about it, but I found myself resenting him. I've been making jewelry my entire life, and this is my passion. I feel like he's trying to cash in on my success. He could work any job in the world as he is not disabled like me and is quite skilled in many areas. He has had quite a privileged upbringing, hence the investment properties, and I have not. I don't see why he has to do this. His investment properties alone generate more money than my shop, so it's not like he needs extra cash or anything. I briefly mentioned stuff like, oh, you're making those earrings too? And he just pretends he doesn't know I'm selling them or says I don't own the internet. I'm not sure if I'm being petty and should move on or should confront him. Thanks. (laughs) It's one thing to be like, oh, sorry, I didn't know you were selling those guys. But to then be like, hey, man, internet's a free country. Yeah, right. (laughs) <laughs> i like how there she acts as if like she says them in the same breath as if it's like the same like either he says this or this there are two wildly different responses yeah i mean one is you know obviously like i assume ignorance because like he, obviously you're making money somehow so he must know what you do maybe not the specific you know every individual mm-hmm. piece that you're also like are you making it like or are you just buying it from one place and then reselling it because like it seems strange that if you're making jewelry, that he is also making the exact same. Yeah, she says, "I I assume there's a make." It just says, "I have an online business where I my homemade jewelry and accessories." So I assume it's make my or sell my. But they do say homemade, so maybe it's just like buying different parts and like assembling them. You know? Yeah, I don't know because like I find it's very if you're home making your stuff, I imagine like if he doesn't have any skill in making jewelry. He can't be making the same stuff as you. But mm-hmm. that's, again, that is that has nothing to do with anything. Well, this because, is a weird flex. Like, this is this bold. Is, this is Imagine dead-ass looking your partner in the eye and just being like, what? Yeah. Um, I actually didn't bring this question up to, to get answers. I This is a suggestion. I think you got to get really into burlesque. I mean, I, yeah. And just be like, you don't you don't own the stage. You don't, you don't, own, you don't own stage. You don't own this, this pole. You don't own this tearaway clothing. I actually do, Dane. Well, <laughs> I'm borrowing it, okay? <laughs> well, I've ruined it because I'm twice the size of you. <laughs> can you own what's been destroyed? Can you? Um, can you imagine doing this? <laughs> it's so shitty. No, I, yeah, it's such a, like, yeah, I don't, there's no reason to do this, especially when it's like, this is my livelihood. Not anymore. Hey, but to be fair, though, she does not own the internet, I'm pretty sure. Because if she did, she wouldn't need the money from jewelry. It'd be like having like a, a, you know, a bespoke coffee shop. And then this guy leases the store next to him and opens the Starbucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, there's, 
or another bespoke coffee shop that sells the exact same shit you do. Because at least yeah. the Starbucks might draw a different crowd. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's very strange. And like, I do, other than just being like, like you need to actually have this conversation. And be like, hey, this is something that's important to me, and it seems like you are taking it away from me. And it's it's sort of you know all I got going for me. Hundred mm-hmm. um, percent. Like, don't briefly mention like, oh, you're making those earrings too, and leave it at that. Yeah. Like, no, what? It's like a stand your ground kind of time. Yeah. Like this is obviously a, a pretty big deal, um, as well as being a baffling one. However. Imitation is the highest form of flattery. So literally copying your entire online business, that's very flattering, apparently. I mean, sure. But flattery doesn't pay the bills. It's true. Unless that's your name. Unless your landlord is very into compliments. <laughs> true, yeah. Uh, you just gotta talk to this fucker. One, get a reason for what he's saying. Two, outline the fact that you need this fucking money and just like figure out where he's coming from because it's possible he's just like damn this girl's really smart this is a way to make money and doesn't actually understand that like he might be affecting your business or he doesn't care and he's an asshole which i think both of those things are important information you need to know yeah it sounds like this guy has never had to actually really work on anything and like you've done all the legwork setting up a shop and, and drumming up business and now he's like like Investment property doesn't mean anything. It just means that you've had a shit ton of money and we're able to throw it at something and now it just makes money. Mm-hmm. Or and I'm assuming, that, well, that's like, it seems that, you know, he had a privileged upbringing. So I assume his parents were just like, here's a million dollars, like go do things with it. And then yeah, he just like, went we bought, bought you this house, just rent it out. Like they're probably even the ones that upkeep the place. So like this yeah. guy actually may not understand anything to do with hardship or money. He's probably like, wow, making money is fucking easy. I just sit here and like, I get it. And then he sees what you're doing. He's like, damn, if I copy exactly what she's doing, I just make more money. This whole yeah. life thing is so easy. Why are all those poor people complaining all the time? Uh, he was like, so this is where my bootstraps are. <laughs> Man, I've got so many bootstraps. I can just pull them up. <laughs> These are self-pulling uh, bootstraps. Thank you very much for listening. That's it. Thank We're you. done. Yeah. Uh, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities, one, thank them for their song, Paper Stars, because it's great, and it's the one at the start and end of our show. Two, he just released a new single on the 9th of May, so go check that out, because it's a bad I'm actually, yeah, I haven't uh, I haven't heard it. You mentioned it earlier, and I, I still haven't listened to it, so I'm going to go yeah. do that. That's good. Um, if you want to reach out to us and ask us a question, you can uh, do that a variety of ways. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash FCK buddies podcast. You can find us on Twitter at FCK underscore buddies. You can find us uh, on the internet at F or plenty of And finally, you can email us at F at gmail.com. Hell yeah. Okay. You ready for some, a sexual writing? Yes, I am. Ugh. All right, so this is more, this is a, it's not necessarily bad sex writing. I will say I did find a online database of free erotic poetry that made me cry. Uh, That's for next week. Okay. This week, we're going to go kind of on on track from last week where we read the blurb of a book. And it's the same author, Carlton Mellick, who I believe is either a genius or a madman, maybe both. And I'm not even going to tell you the title of this book because it's so good. Ethan is in love with the weird girl in school. The one with the eyes and spiders in her hair. The one who can't sit still for even a minute and speaks in an odd squeaky voice. The one they call Spiderweb. Although she scares all the other girls in school, Ethan thinks she's the cutest, sweetest, most perfect girl in the world. But there's a problem. 
Whenever they go on a date at Dairy Queen, her whole fucking face explodes. He's not sure why it happened. It's like, uh, she just, he's not sure why it happens. She just gets so excited. The pressure builds up under her skin. Then her face bursts, spraying meat and gore across the room, her eyeballs and lips landing in his strawberry sundae. At first, Ethan believes he can deal with his girlfriend's face exploding condition. But the more Wait, he gets this to know more her, than once? the more he gets to know her, the weirder her condition turns out to be. And as the relationship gets serious, Ethan realizes the only way to make it work is to become just as strange as she is. From the award-winning author of Sweet Story and the Haunted Vagina comes a twisted love story that is as creepy as it is heartwarming. And the book is called Every Time We Meet at Dairy Queen, Your Whole Fucking Face Explodes. What awards are you winning? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It's like, you know how uh, Douglas Copeland always uh, names his books after like songs and stuff? Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like this guy does the same thing, but like takes the, the lyrics of Smith songs too far. <laughs> I feel like we should do the opposite where we should write songs based on the names of his things. Oh man. I just, I, oh, I like, does it, how does it get put back together? Uh, well, the, the picture is of a girl's face stitched back together and a bomb uh, okay. fuse coming out the top of her head. Hell yeah. Um, so I assume she is like some kind of zombie-ish thing because she also does have spiders and creeps out the other people. But whenever they go on a date at the Dairy Queen, her whole fucking face explodes. I wonder if they go somewhere else. Does it solve the problem? Maybe. See, this is the thing, man. Carl and Mellick could have come to us and we would have advised the shit out of this. This could be a question. And we just solved it. Good job. Oh, man. That hurt my chest. Um, I'm going to finish this boy off with... A little glimpse into what's happening in the the sex world of Pornhub.com. Um, this comes from Pornhub user Busta Nut sixty nine sixty nine sixty nine sixty nine. When I was in primary school, we had to write in pencil, and the only way we could write in pen was to get a pen license from the teacher. It was the most elite thing you could obtain. I always tried hard to make my handwriting look good, as I could make it, but in the end, I was brought short by my dysgraphia. It seemed everyone was able to attain it except for me. It was also the cool erasable pens that we would get. So you can imagine the kind of loss that I faced. <laughs> Is that it? That's it. Oh, man, I want to know more about this pen. Does he have one now? I don't know. Oh, man, that was... That was... Uh, I felt things. It was like a Disney movie. Now try jerking off while you're reading that. Yeah, I already am. For a whole bunch of my plans. <laughs> uh, my name is Dave Miller. And I'm Lost Spain. Stay safe. And we have been your fuck buddies. Be careful next time you go to Dairy Queen, I guess.